Welcome to the second episode of Catch-Ups in My Kitchen with me, Georgia Simmons, the founder of Greedy Vegan. This is the podcast where we talk all things food, plant-based food, non-plant-based food and everything in between. This podcast means so much to me and Greedy Vegan. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, please like, share and subscribe. I hope you're hungry as there is a lot cooking in this conversation. So, in this second episode, we are joined by Digby Edgeley. You may know him from Made in Chelsea, but that's not the only thing that he has going on. He's also a model and a co founder for an app called Ping, which is the go to app for getting and booking the best experiences that London has to offer. From recording this podcast, I think it's fair to say that Digby and my diet couldn't be further apart, apart from one element, and that's protein. It's clear here that protein plays a huge role in Digby's diet, as it does mine. But our protein comes from very different sources. I wanted this podcast to highlight that everyone's diet is different, and that's okay. Just because you believe in one thing doesn't mean everyone has to. And this is what Greedy Vegan tries to get across. We aren't here to convert you or push you into a particular diet, but rather give you options to cut back where you can. This episode outlines Digby's journey from pro golfer through to personal trainer to now model and reality TV star. I think it was particularly interesting to hear Digby's relationship with food and how with the help from a nutritionist, he now enjoys food and stops punishing and restricting himself. I think there is a lesson in here for everyone. Food isn't just fuel, it's also to be enjoyed and carbs don't just mean weight gain. I think you're going to enjoy this. Okay, so we're going to jump straight in. So I have some quick fire questions for you. Don't think too much about the answer. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Sweet or savoury? Sweet. Juicy burger or overloaded salad? Juicy burger. Cook in or eat out? Eat out. Rice or noodles? Rice. Go to delivery? Sushi. So, you said sweet. Have you got a sweet tooth? Yeah, I do. What is your, like, go-to? I like a bit of everything, to be honest. I like, you know, the thing I'm really enjoying at the moment is snogs. Oh, my God. You know, snogs. I'm my favourite. Where's your closest? I'm not, uh, I don't actually know. I think it's like Earl's Cool or something like that. Yeah, no, they're so good. They need more around because they're too hard to I always get the salted caramel one. Mm. And then I get like the Reese's Pieces on it, and yeah. white chocolate buttons. Frozen yogurt get, is like just... some peanut butter over it, or like the caramel sauce. Yeah, that yeah. is so good. I had one of them this weekend. It's great. Mm. They are my favorite. Yeah. They are my favorite. So, juicy burger—that's yeah. kind of a given. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think what was it over a, guy, a salad? Over a salad, <laughs> but like an overloaded salad. Like you know, you've got all the stuff going on. Yeah, I like salads, but no juicy burger. Juicy every burger. Day of the week, yeah. 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 Okay. Fair enough. So we're going to go back a bit. Yeah. So you finished, you went to Millfield firstly, and then you finished school. And then I'm guessing you went straight into golf. Yeah. Tried to give golf a go. Failed miserably. So talk (laughs) about that. So were you playing golf at school? Uh, I started golf very late because I was originally a rugby boy. And then I started playing golf when I was 
17. Yeah, so low sixth and upper sixth. Okay. So got, got very good very quickly. Got down to scratch by the end of the time I got back to uh, left school. Wow. And then I was like, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Then traveled around, spent a lot of time in South Africa. Um, did a lot in Europe and just, yeah, played golf. And, yeah, tried to, yeah, tried to make it really. And how long did that last? About three years after I left school, yeah. So for people who like aren't really sure about you know, professional golf playing. What's the level of fitness that you have to go through to be a golfer? Because obviously it's not physically testing in terms of like, you're not running around everywhere, but there is a level of fitness to that. So explain that. It's more kind of like making sure that your body moves all in sync and making sure that you're, you know, you're not tight or you're basically like super efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, I always like to try and stay in shape, but I I lost a lot of weight when I left school. Really? Because I was I, I was a bit of a porker back back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you never think so now. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit of a porker. I was a bit of a porker back in the day, but then I lost a lot of weight, a lot of weight very quickly. How? Um, I just I started going to the gym and just yeah, probably didn't eat like the best foods. I basically just like cut everything out, mm-hmm. like cut out carbs, everything. But I was so uneducated with it all yeah so I, my main goal was just to lose weight yeah um so yeah i did that um but yeah so I, I with golf i just wanted to try and make sure that i move as efficiently as possible um and nutrition was a huge thing because it's such a mental mentally tiring game yeah you need to like stay concentrated for a long period of times so obviously you lost a lot of weight weren't educated about it then went into golfing where nutrition was a big part did you research a lot during that transition to learn more about what to eat and what no, was good I for was, you yeah I was so stupid I was so like obsessed with losing weight I remember I was in South Africa playing like four-day tournaments and I was like I'm not going to eat any carbs because I was like so obsessed with losing weight mm. um which is like the most idiotic thing you can do yeah like i'm out on the course for six five six to five hours oh my god and i've got no carbs in my system in 30 degree heat oh my I've god i've just basically cut out one of the bit like energy system like yeah you know an energy source did you struggle like were you struggling? i didn't think so but like i look back at it now and i'm yeah. like i'm an idiot how did you do that yeah that is crazy um so that's where i just wasn't i was very uneducated in that respect um but I've, you know, like staying hydrated was—I've always been quite good at. But yeah, yeah, cutting a macronutrient out, I was like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, no, that <laughs> yeah. is crazy. So, you did that for three years. Yeah, and then it came to an end, and then you went into personal training. Mm-hmm. So obviously, that is quite—you you kind of educate yourself to do that. So yeah. is that where the education came in on nutrition? You know what? Funnily enough, like in terms of like losing weight, because I did a physique show. Okay. Just before, well, no, whilst I was actually studying to be a personal trainer. Okay. So I did a physique show then, but I had a trainer who basically like taught me how to like, that's when I was like, you know, really learned about macronutrients and tracking my food and everything like that. But it's very much about, again, losing weight and getting as shredded as possible. Mm-hmm. So I, I understood like about macros and everything like that, but I was never really one to give like nutrition plans out because I'm not a nutritionist and no. I've always been like very keen on not doing that because I'm not an expert in it like what I'm good at is training yeah so I never gave people nutrition programs and I always find if personal trainers are giving nutrition programs when they're not actually a nutritionist why are you doing that yeah like why are you doing it's not their 
speciality yeah, the same. Yeah, I mean, you spend... I mean, I've I've only recently really understood about nutrition because I actually hired a nutritionist, and it's mm-hmm. like a I think it's like a like a four year course, five year course, yeah, to be a nutritionist. So all these personal trainers who are like, yeah, I can give you nutrition plans. Mm, no. no, okay, yeah. So you did this. So between how did your diet change from when you were doing golf to then when you're doing the show to then personal training? Like what? Yeah, how did your diet change? I actually found I was eating more, but I still wasn't eating a lot. So okay. I think when I was doing the show, I was still, I was eating like 2,000 calories. Yeah. Which isn't a lot of food. No. Like I'm six foot two. Like I'm, I need, I should be eating a lot. Yeah. Should be eating a lot more. But my goal at that time was to just get as shredded as possible. And did it work? Yeah, it did work. Yeah. But I was tiny. Yeah, I mean, 2,000 calories. I think calories. I'm around 84. 85 kgs now I was 74 kgs when I stood up on stage oh my god I was tiny so what were you eating like give kind of day in the life chicken and rice really that's it on repeat chicken rice broccoli yeah oh my god I did that for 12 weeks (gasps) didn't booze didn't do anything wow it was horrible yeah that is it was quite boring I was so moody it was awful oh my god but it worked like you were really lean as a result of it yeah I was but I wasn't happy no I wasn't happy at all. Chicken and rice is only a limit to how much of that you can <laughs> so eat. so like, boring. Yeah. Oh, and then oats. I mean, oats were like my pleasure. Yeah. Like protein oats. I was like, oh my God. So Thank good. God it's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So explain the importance of protein then to you during that time and now. Well, I mean, you know, training six days a week. Like you need your protein. Yeah, like protein is, it, it fills you up. It, you know, especially if you train as much as I do. You need your body to recover. Yeah. Um, and it tastes good. Yeah, no, it de- definitely tastes good. So, <laughs> so whilst you're personal training, you did your course. Um, so how much were you training a week when you were personal training? Like, obviously... I was training would... five to six days a week, yeah. Oh, my God. So, and I, so... I would, yeah, it, it would vary. I'd normally train at lunchtime because I'd have... Cli- I remember cl- I would, I'd have clients at like 5, 30, 6, 7, 8, 9... And yeah, then you'd, and then you'd have, then then you'd have like a break from around then. Then you'd have the lunch, the lunch like, come, like the lunch break. People come in. Yeah. So yeah, you train around like three, and then you'd have the end of work. People come in, so you'd be like five, six, seven, eight. God, it's pretty full on. Yeah. And were you training mainly guys or girls as well? More females. Really? Yeah. So what's the difference between training a guy and a girl? Like, in terms of obviously their bodies are very different. So. I always just found it fascinating when, to be fair, actually, no, women would very much, I really want to like lose this bit on me. Okay, yeah. And you're like, well, doesn't really work like that. No. Doesn't really work like that. Like, you're always going to lose weight in certain areas faster than normal. Like, I always lose weight around my face really, really quick. But I hold it around like my, my like midriff. Mm-hmm. which is where like the consistency has to come in if I really want to try and like tighten up yeah so when people like come in and they're like oh, I really want to like lose this bit on my body I'm like well it doesn't really work like you can't that, do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that is quite yeah. funny actually I wonder why it's more girls and guys um so you personal trained for how long a year okay a year but then I got then made in Chelsea then I then made in Chelsea came into the picture Okay, and then how long from then was did the modelling come into things? I was always doing a bit of modelling, but then modelling modelling got quite big a year after Made in Chelsea, yeah. Okay. And that's when I started getting signed by like international model agencies. 
So obviously with modeling, there's a massive focus on your appearance. Yeah. Do you feel the pressure then to, I mean, it's kind of a silly question because obviously you feel the, the pressure to kind of remain, like your physique is an important part of that. How do you go about ensuring that you look the best that you can whilst also being happy and living your life? I think being educated is one of them, but I would always put myself in like a moderate calorie deficit. Okay. Like I know I'm very active, so I'd eat like 2,500, 2,600 calories, Mm -hmm. but I'd always track my food. Okay. And what do you use to track? Uh, My fitness pal. Okay. Yeah. So like what's a day in the life of you eating? So you get up, what would you eat? Um, I'd get up, I'd probably have like 80 to 90 grams of protein oats with like blueberries. Um, then I would have lunch. It would be like some source of protein, rice, sweet potato, veg. Then I might, then I'd have like a protein shake or it really, it really varies, but Mm -hmm. we like tracking because I'm so like, because I was so obsessed with my macronutrients. I'd always make sure that I would kind of like, I would have like loads of like different things but I would be like on my macros. Okay. So I'd have like a protein bar, I'd have like a protein shake or then I'd have like a meal or... Yeah. It would be very like varied. So I guess the key to a balanced and happy diet is is variety. Yeah. From like the, the change from when you were doing the show where you were literally just eating chicken and rice to now where like you're still really, really careful but it's really varied. Would but you, you know what? I, only recently I've actually stopped tracking really how come i because i hired this nutritionist um and lewis prozer shout out um he (laughs) amazing guy he basically i had such a bad relationship with food because i was so worried about being fat again yeah like it was like a mental kind of like block yeah and i was so worried about eating more food yeah so what lewis did for me was actually realize that i can eat like a i can eat a shitload of food yeah and not actually get fat like no. i train so hard i'm not going to get fat all it's going to do is just energize my body mm-hmm. so he, he that's when i really it was about a year ago when i actually got really educated with nutrition wow. and it's only really recently now that i've actually stopped tracking and i'm so comfortable with like you know going out and having a steak and having like burn a sauce or whereas before i would never have that and i would never really enjoy food i'll just mm. use it as like fuel yeah whereas like very recently like i've woken up i'd have like eggs on toast but i'd put chorizo in my eggs yeah. because it tastes nice mm. so i'm actually enjoying food again which That's i amazing. feel like is like such a nice it's like such a nice place to be yeah definitely um, i think with tracking it can definitely yeah take the enjoyment out of eating because you're just so worried about looking at that app and like counting calories yeah. and stuff that i think food isn't just about that it yeah, is it's definitely not. about enjoying I mean, don't get me wrong like i never found it a chore i quite liked it because i've always been like goal driven mm-hmm. but i really like the idea of like you know i'm hungry and i haven't eaten that much so i can have a sandwich yeah from tesco's or something like mm-hmm. that instead of just being like oh which sandwich am i gonna have like, yeah i'd always get like the chicken salad tesco sandwich or whatever yeah Whereas the other day I had a chicken chorizo, like, like I yeah. know it's like pathetic to think that, no, but, but that's like how much of a mental block that yeah. I had with it. So what else did the nutritionist do? Like how else has he educated you on food? What other well, lessons? He just, made, he just made me kind of realize that, you know, your body needs fuel. Mm. Whereas like, I was eating like 2000 calories a day or 2100 calories a day. Training sessions were never good. 
I would always, I wouldn't really get that much like of a pump in the gym. No. Whereas like now I'm probably eating around like 3,000, 3,200 calories. Yeah. And I'm slowly putting size on, but like good size. Yeah. And I'm not like, and if I like put a bit of fat on, I'm like, well, I know how to like take it off. Yeah. So I'm not really. You're in control of it now. Yeah, I'm totally in control. I'm in a like really like happy place. But Mm. the biggest thing for me that I realized with upping my calories was my energy levels my anxiety like went complete like gone yeah that like, is amazing but, like, really like i don't know just feel way more in control mm. so mate like nutrition is such a big like big big part of your mental game definitely i think that's what sometimes people don't understand like food is everything like if people are anxious if people are unhappy or moody like it's probably down to what they're eating but yeah. i don't think Food often gets left to the side. Like if people are going out for dinner, they'll like starve themselves all day, then go out and enjoy their meal. And it's like, you've been miserable all day and now you're happy. Like it doesn't really add up. I think, yeah, food definitely, I don't know. It definitely is the center of emotion, happiness, although it sounds so silly. It's just counter, it's just counteracting for like, if you have one day where you eat more than you normally do, the next day just I don't know, don't have that, mm. don't have that something else that you yeah. normally have. Yeah, it's balance, it's I guess. It's so balanced. What mm. everyone doesn't, what everyone forgets is like your calories actually add up to like at the end of the week. Mm. Like yeah. how much, you know, how much energy you put in compared to like how much you put out is, you know, it's all at the end of the week. I yeah, exactly. Like don't monitor, every day doesn't have to be the same. Mm. I think it's good to, again, down to variety, it's good to mix things up. Because also I think if you're so regulated and you're eating like the same thing, same times, and then you, I don't know, go on holiday or you have like someone's birthday that weekend and it all goes like complete to to shit basically, your body's in shock and you're like... I remember being on holiday and it just, it throws you because you're mm. so regimented during the week. Going on holiday, I'd be like, oh God, I'm eating out. Like, oh no, like... Mm. Because of what what's in this what's in this like there's yeah. so much calorie like what well, you know like now I just wouldn't care no I probably like fast till lunchtime yeah train in the morning and then I'd have a nice meal mm. so like yeah. yeah it makes more sense and there's obviously like certain things that I would do like not to eat as much like I wouldn't have like a large breakfast I'd probably well like if I'm on holiday I'll probably like train in the morning fast till about one two then I'd have a nice big lunch not worry about anything no and then in the evening probably get a little hungry and i'd have like a smaller meal but at least i've enjoyed that experience on when i'm actually out for lunch with my family or friends yeah definitely and that's what it's about at the end of the day no definitely so you do you still see a nutritionist now no i haven't seen him for about six months now and how long did you did you see him like once a week or how well no he would basically just like up my he would basically like we'd have like weekly kind of like calls Mm mm-hmm he became a friend of mine anyway. Okay. Um, but we would have weekly catch-ups. Yeah. We'd just talk about, you know, how well I've tracked because he would, like, follow me on my fitness pal and stuff like okay, that. Okay, cool. Um, and, yeah, it, it was just... I just... And I've also just found it... I've always found it very fascinating. Mm. Yeah, How certain definitely. foods could, you know, help your physique or not help your physique and things like that. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And how often do you train a day? Once a day. And is it, it every day? I normally train five to six days a week, yeah. On holiday, regardless. I Yeah, I like to on holiday. Yeah. And I just, for me, I've always got so much. I'm very like, I can't sit still most of the time. No. So like for me, it's just like, it's me time. So I yeah. really like it. Is it like a form of meditation? Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. But I enjoy it as well. Mm. It's not like a chore. Like no. I wake up and I look forward to it because yeah. I know that 
I don't know, that you always like at the end of the week or the end of the month, you always see some type of like progression. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely, definitely. And so now you are modeling. Mm. How, so if you've got a shoot coming up, it's like a big one. How do you prepare for that physically in terms of leading up to it and um, on the day? Like what do you eat? How does it change? Well, so I would, for me, if I had like a big shoot coming up, I would go back to tracking. Yeah. Because then I know that I'm in a calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. And I would like focus on my macros, but I'd just, I'd train exactly the same, but I'd probably try and just go for a few more walks or go for like a 5k run. Yeah. Just to just basically exert more energy mm -hmm. so that I'm in a in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Um, and what but, about on the shoot day? So what kind of do you eat on that day? To on the shoot day, I'd probably just, I mean, I'd be drinking a lot of water prior to it. And then I'd probably just have like a protein shake. Um, and I'd just have like little, little bits, something yeah. that just wouldn't really like bloat me that much. Yeah. Honest. So do you feel pressure when you're building up to it? Like, is there, is there like an anxiety pressure or is it more enjoyment and that's what you like want to do, like to do, and that's just how it works? Um, good question. I haven't really thought about it. I don't know. I kind of like get excited about like the type of shape that I can get into. Yeah. I know that's like really vain. But no, like... but I guess you've been through a bit of a journey for yourself. Like you've been like the leanest you've ever been in your life and yeah. now you're in a really good place. But it's nice to know that your body's pretty powerful like you can do really cool not cool things but like you can get into pretty good shapes and so yeah I guess it is a bit of a challenge yeah I d yeah it's a weird it's a weird one I don't know I think yeah I don't really know I haven't really thought about it so you have you used any delivery services for food yeah I have um I have used fresh fitness food and what so for people who don't know like what is fresh fitness food fresh fitness food is basically a delivery service where they deliver your meals and your macronutrients to your front door every single day so is there a massive focus on macros and yeah on how many like carbs protein yeah do they like write it all so out for me it's perfect i actually hate cooking i can't okay. stand cooking um so for me it's like great and basically they have an app or you can look on their website and you basically like put in your macros so mm -hmm. For me, I have three meals a day. Um, I have 200 grams of protein, 200 grams of carbs, 43 grams of fat. Wow. <laughs> and then that's basically 2,000 calories. But then I'll have like an extra meal at the end of it. So I normally, so I'll probably have like 2,500 calories for the day. Okay. And I know that I'm definitely in a calorie deficit. Yeah. And do but you still use just, it now? Um, I haven't used it since I've got back from holiday. Yeah. But I will use it again. But again, like I kind of forms like a good relationship with food so yeah you don't feel like you need to rely on and at the moment i feel like it's so difficult because i'm eating out quite a bit yeah yeah and i just don't definitely when i get to a point like when summer's coming in i probably mm -hmm. will use it again yeah because i just know that that's the type of food and they give you so much variety as well because mm. normally people when they start like cutting it's so boring like yeah just chicken and rice and you can't eat this can't eat that yeah but what fresh fitness foods allows is the fact that you know, they give like such a good variety. Mm -hmm. like, they have like meatballs or like tomato sauce and mm -hmm. couscous or, and they put the veg the veggies in there. Like, so it's just, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. Whereas like, I'll just cook really bland food. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where like the bad relationship with food comes. Yeah. Because it's like such a chore. And then maybe you feel the need to like, 
if you're if you've eaten something that's not really satisfying you'll probably want to like snack afterwards yeah just not satisfying. exactly and um does it come in like tupperware and yeah it just comes in like a kind of a recycling cardboard box Mm -hmm. and then they put like this uh like plastic topper over it and you literally just pull it off so really easy so easy so you're not a big fan of cooking but if you do what's your like go-to meal that you'd make I don't know, it's like hex chicken burgers with like some chibata. Like I normally like cook like like a burger or something. Yeah. And I get like, yeah. Fine. Very light, simple. Just soup like oven. Yeah. I purposely put the tin foil on it because then I don't have to clean like the thing. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. So I just put a tin foil, <laughs> rip it off. I put the tray back in because it's not dirty. Yeah. Just put the tin foil in the bin. Yeah. Like I'm just too, all about efficiency. Yeah, no, fair I enough. I just, I can't be honest. No, that is so fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So... Obviously, you've talked a lot about protein. So, plant-based, mm-hmm. obviously, it's a trend at the moment. Do you, um, have you ever, or have you cut back on the amount of protein, animal protein you eat, or dairy, or cheese? Like, are you aware of the change? I've definitely cut back on dairy. Okay. so yeah, 100%. In what ways? Um, well, I only ever drink oat flat, but like oat milk. Okay. I never drink full fat milk anymore. How long has that been? Uh, probably about a year now. Okay. Um, what else? I've definitely cut back on meat, but I do, I do love meat. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's good to love. But meat. I can understand. I can understand that, like a load of meat or a load of red meat, isn't that great for you? Yeah. Are you meaning from a health perspective? Yeah, from a health perspective. Yeah. yeah. And. Do you have much cheese or much like? Um, no, I don't actually have much cheese in my diet. To be honest, no, no. So yeah. have you? And I've actually tried vegan cheese. It's actually quite nice. It is. Yeah. Which vegan cheese have you tried? I don't know. Like you know the cube, like not the cube one, like the square one. Yeah, I think it's like wildlife yeah, yeah. or something. It's quite nice. Quite yeah. Like it. yeah. No, I think it is nice. So have you? When was the last plant-based meal you had? Oh God, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, I actually or a meal that didn't have meat in it <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually know I think my sister made like this salad a few weeks ago she's like try this and it was actually really nice so or no guess... she had this pasta that was it she had like lentil pasta mm-hmm. she put like this tomato sauce or whatever and it was actually really nice so do you think with plant based that maybe I'm not saying you're lazy and meaning like lazy cooker. Like for you, you just oh no, I'm be... a lazy cooker. Yeah. So, yeah. do you would you think that if someone was obviously making you plant based food and you had it, like you'd enjoy it more and then you'd maybe choose it? Or for you, is it just like no, like you want your meat, you like your meat? I personally feel it just taste like food with meat just tastes way better. Yeah. Like, I've had, like, the vegan or the, the... I don't even know if they have, like, two types. Do you have, like, vegetarian chicken and then vegan chicken? No, or is it all the same? same, yeah. So I've had that, and I really don't like the texture of it. No. I think there are some products that aren't quite yeah. there yet. But you know, like, the sausages? Like, the yes. the corn sausages? Yeah. Banging. Yeah, Like, love insane. them. Yeah, they're really good. Love them. But, like, being so, like, macro-obsessed before mm-hmm. i look at the macronutrients of it and i'm just like there is so much fat yeah in, there's so much fat in vegan food mm. 
so yeah. much carbs in vegan food, so little protein. I think it just depends on the product. I mean, I know I am biased, but the products we stock at Greedy Vegan, I wouldn't have stopped put them on there if they weren't good quality and high in protein. But you are right in saying that some of the products stocked in supermarkets, they haven't got the nutrition that maybe the animal products do have. So I think it's really important to definitely check what you are eating and to look at the back of products. Have you watched um, Game Changers? Yeah, I've watched, I mean, yeah, Game Changers. I mean, there are some crazy sportsmen and women out there who are apparently plant-based and it is pretty impressive. It is impressive, but then again, I'm like, look at all the best athletes in the entire world. Yeah. Are they plant-based? No. Yeah. Some are, not all. Not all? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking like Usain Bolt. Yeah, no, I don't think he's plant-based. World record holder. He'd have six chicken nuggets before he'd go out and win a hundred meters. Yeah, and break no, world record. definitely, definitely. So when you're in the supermarket um, and you're buying food, do you like look at the back of the packaging pretty much every time to check and see the um, fat, the protein? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Even now, even like after that. Yeah, I probably would. But I'd most of the time look at the protein on it. Okay. So that's the kind of thing you focus on in your diet. Yeah, but before I'd look at like fats and stuff like that. Yeah. Because I was always so so obsessed with like having a high protein, high carb diet. Okay, yeah. So I would use carbs as my energy source. I wouldn't use fats as my energy source. So I'd have always quite low fats. But also there is there is a there is science that's backed that if you have a high protein, high carb diet your skin fold is actually thinner. Okay. So if you have like high fat, I don't know if you've ever had like, sometimes if I have a really high fatty day, mm-hmm. I feel like quite watery or yeah. like quite thick and like yeah. puffy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So obviously you're definitely a meat eater, but um, what is your view on the plant-based thing? Like obviously it's trending at the moment. Yeah. Obviously it's like increasingly popular. Do you get it? Do you think the trend's gonna fade out, or do you think it's here to stay? Or what's your kind of view on it? I think I think the whole world is all about trends, isn't it? Like there are so many trends going around at the moment. Yeah. Like I I get it. If you genuinely have an issue with an animal being killed and you yeah. hate the thought, I mean, we discussed it earlier. Yeah. Like you genuinely don't like the idea of eating a living animal that has been killed, yeah. and all these shows like Game Changers and Seaspiracy. Like yeah. It paints such a bad light on all of I it. I know. And I can understand why you would cut meat, like cut meat or cut fish after yeah. actually seeing that. Mm. But the thing I don't get is when people genuinely like meat yeah. and they go, right, I'm vegan. Yeah. I don't understand that. Like I just, I look at it and I'm like, our whole, our whole lives, like generations before us, we have been meat eaters throughout. Yeah. And life is too short anyway. Yeah. So... Why do you want to cut out something that you enjoy? And the amount of like experiences in terms of like restaurants and mm-hmm. going on holiday and experiencing these amazing venues. Yeah. And then that that's gone. Yeah, no, I completely like, agree. That's gone. I don't, I, I just, I guess I look at it as like, life is too short. So why do you want to cut something out Definitely. that you actually enjoy? But if you've actually genuinely got an issue mm-hmm. with an animal a living thing being which i completely get yeah i do understand that 
but yeah that's my that's yeah my. no I completely get that I think my view on it is kind of similar but my view is I think it's important to cut back in some ways obviously you've cut out a bit of dairy um that's really good but I think don't yeah don't like make yourself unhappy over it like mm. don't what's the word I can't think of the word but yeah if you're out if you're out for dinner and you want to have a steak have a steak but on a Monday or Tuesday if you're cooking for yourself just cut out the meat a little bit and then you can do that on the weekend or or yeah I think definitely balance is key I think um this plant-based trend is good it is here to stay I mean hopefully my business is built on it um (laughs) but yeah I think it's good to have a balance I think it's good to cut back a little bit but yeah if you're on a holiday or if you're out for dinner definitely don't just cut it out because you think you should you have to I think it's also important to know your why like to know why you're doing it if you're just doing it because everyone else is doing it that's not strong enough reason 100% but if you're doing it because like yeah you don't like the animals being killed or you don't like the way you make makes you feel or you get bloated or you just feel a bit rubbish 100% I couldn't agree with you more but I genuinely think like people who like genuinely like meat like I have two very very close friends of mine who love meat Mm. genuinely love meat yeah but they've gone completely vegan. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, are you telling me right now you want that tofu instead of this steak? Like, yeah. you are lying to yourself. I'm sorry. How long have they done it for? They've done it for like a year and a half now, two years. Oh, wow. But like my mate, my mate, Jake, he's literally like, I want to live forever. And I'm like, what? Like, why? Oh, my God. <laughs> I do think it does. It. Well, I think it but does. But I don't know where that, it, I don't know where that theory's come from. I'm going to live forever if I'm going to be vegan. I think it is the saturated fats that are in animal protein. And also the fact that sometimes you don't know what is in animal protein. I know people are like, yeah, but what's in the plant-based? But at least it's an ingredients list on it. Whereas if you're eating chicken, it's like 100% chicken, which is true. But then you're not sure what the chicken was fed that you ate. I don't know. There's a lot of like, yeah different theories about it it maybe i do believe maybe i think if you like it like the whole vegan trend and it will stay if you actually have nice foods like don't get me wrong i you know i've had some vegan meals or vegetarian Mm. meals or like yeah that i've enjoyed yeah that i have enjoyed like i had a plant-based burger a Mm. few weeks ago they're really good and it's nice like a bean burger is actually nice yeah no it is really nice yeah yeah I think it's all about balance definitely yeah. I think if you're um yeah if you like your meat and you're wanting to get that protein and then if that works for you do it but I also think that where you can cut back is is good mm-hmm. so my last question is if you had you could only have one last meal <laughs> it could be from any restaurant yeah anyone's cooking starter main course and dessert what would it be starter main course do you know what yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had had this conversation before um so it would probably be so you want starter do you not want like breakfast lunch and no dinner? just, just starter, one man. last meal one last meal so uh for starter i'd have a thousand bellinis made by my mum oh my god i love salmon that bellinis. <laughs> is that they just smoked salmon yeah smoked salmon with caviar i mean so like <laughs> 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 yeah um yeah, I'd have a thousand salmon bellinis made by Yeah. Man. Then I would probably have for the main sushi. Yeah. From where would I have it from? 
probably rocker yeah good one so a cheap one yeah nice and cheap <laughs> it's your last meal so let's go for it <laughs> god it's really fish based actually yeah and then for a dessert god maybe i maybe it's yeah, that snog. Is, that's i'm pescatarian here yeah um and then for a dessert I think it's the ivy. You know the ivy where yeah. they have that chocolate ball. And then you pour the hot sauce on yeah, it. Yeah, you pour the caramel and hot sauce it, on yeah. it. Yeah. That yeah, sounds that. a very, very good last meal. Very carby and very like yeah, very fishy. Yeah. The sushi is good as well. Yeah, I'm gonna think I'm I've got a thing about sushi at the moment. I adore it. I think sticks and sushi's also got quite good um Sticks and sushi's very good. Yeah. But rock it's I think. Scare, it's scary it's the amount of sushi I can put away though. Really? Yeah. Like, it's deceiving, isn't it? On a, These on are a hangover, I like order 70 pounds worth to myself. Really? A whole lot, yeah. <laughs> that's good. I think that's the inner fat kid coming out. Yeah. Like, I'll just put it away. <laughs> Sushi's not bad. You've had, yeah, very pescatarian focused. Yeah. Last meal. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been really interesting to hear your journey through lots of different sports, your focus on protein, the influence a nutritionist has has had on your diet. Um, yeah, it's been really interesting. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I won't be giving you a greedy vegan box. I don't <laughs> think you're going to use it. <laughs> Maybe your sister will. My sister will, yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, but thank you so much. No, thanks for having me, Georgia. So that is the end of this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening to Digby and his journey throughout lots of different sports and his journey with food. I particularly found it really interesting, especially where his nutritionist has completely changed basically his life with the way that he now looks at food. It really is amazing. I don't think he'll be a greedy vegan anytime soon, but that's all right. I think it's okay to appreciate everyone's tastes and everyone's diet. But thanks so much and see you again next week. (laughs) 